You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. On ESPN Radio 1600. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go, racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Oh, here we go. It's 402 in the afternoon. It's the second. Our power, great hour number one in the books as we uh, wrapped up the Kiss Your Sister 500, a.k.a. the Daytona 500. Congratulations to uh, Mr. Danica Patrick, formerly uh, also known as Ricky Sunhouse Jr., but great win for uh, JTG Daughtry Racing. You know, single car team certainly uh, puts a, a big bounce in their step as uh, our favorite turn left series heads off to, uh, well, the kind of the hometown of our next guest and a favorite guest and uh, as I always say, you know, the Race Central Unplugged uh, uh, video cast on racecentralmedia.com. Unplugged. If there's anybody that fits the unplugged category, be our next guest, Mr. Tommy Dreezy. What is happening? How you doing, everybody? What's up, Kurt? Oh, hey. man. Good to talk to you. Uh, 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 definitely, definitely glad to be uh, uh, in the same sentence as Danica Patrick. And, <laughs> uh, the- <laughs> Hi, Danica. Oh man, do you know? Do you know DP? Uh, you know what? I know her well enough that she might say hello when I walk by sometimes. <laughs> well, you're a, you're a handsome man, Dreezy. I mean, what the heck? I you know uh, I know I, that probably pisses Lacey off, but uh, you know what the hell? It's uh, it's uh, it's the uh, well, see, in the world of uh, ASCS uh, Lucas Oil Sprint Car. Uh, series because Tommy's a Lucas Oil. See how that's a radio professional deal right there. Uh, the Lucas Oil Sprint Car Series. Um, uh, there's a driver from Southern California. Uh, Hollywood is his nickname, and I'll have to work on my brain cells to come up with it. Uh, ah, it's right there at the end of my tongue. But uh, Hollywood certainly fits Tommy. So it's uh, <laughs> d- dude. What's what's uh, old is new again. Here we here we are back at it. Trans Am. You're in St. Pete. Um, it's just what you do, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, at you know, uh, coming from Hollywood, California, and then being here, and actually we're at Sebring. This is the oh, opening Sebring, Sebring. Uh, yeah, event Sebring. for trans. I thought yeah, I, yeah, I, I said the same thing. It's all Florida. State. It's alligators. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah we're, at, <laughs> yeah, we're at Sebring and uh, in the Trans Am Series. Uh, we're here with a brand-new car that the 3GT team just did, uh, built for Dreesy Motorsports and for myself. And, uh, you know, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we didn't turn a wheel and so far, uh, you know, we're right there. We're right there. We need to find some more speed. But uh, never turning a wheel and showing up for a race event like this, that's a testament to all the hard work that the guys and girls did. And, uh, wow, to have, you know, to be, to be an ambassador for Lucas again, uh, they brought me back this year. And I, I, I'm just so proud of that, uh, to be part of that family. Yeah, when you're talking to Tommy Dreesy, I, I have St. Pete in the brain because uh... – my my business partner is headed off to St. Pete next weekend, and uh, yeah, Sebring the the uh, the world's oldest racetrack, aka an old, an old B fifty two bomber uh, airbase from way back in the day. Uh, they still have alligators there, I've heard. You know what I saw last night? I was standing oh, no. next to a, a pond or a lake or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, 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 they, somebody pointed over my shoulder and said, hey, read that sign. I was standing right next to it. I'm like, wait a minute. Don't come out here? And I go, how fast can an alligator run? 
they said faster than you can. <laughs> so yeah, they got alligators here. Oh yeah, it's uh, it used to be the joke if uh, at Sebring if you have a failure and it's in the middle of the night and you pull over and there's a retention pond cl- uh, close by, uh, don't get out of the car. And I had that by f- in fact from. Uh, a very good friend of mine who was stepping out of a prototype car and damn near stepped on an alligator. So, yeah, you, you don't want to do that. Oh, no way. That is insane. So, hey, let me, I got to ask this question because that place is, it's so abrasive on the tires. You, you're driving these, you know, monster horsepower beasts with none of the, you know, the technical and automatic and whiz bangy stuff. It's all about saving tires and driver and control and uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, in, in, in a big old Trans Am car, dude. That place has is, is got to be rough. It's just got to knock the stuffing out of you. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty insane here. It's one of the most amazing, challenging tracks. Um, I'd say I'd say they'll say the 12 hours of Sebring is tougher on man and machine and woman than it is at the 24 hours of Daytona or at Le Mans. This place is uh, insane, and it's insane fast. And these Trans Am cars, no traction control, you know, no ABS brakes. you got to shift them. you got a little downforce. You know, almost 900 horsepower, uh, just insane. Uh, you know, we're running below two minutes now. It's just getting crazy. So uh, it's just a great track. And, and then you got, you know, five, six, seven people who are right there with each other. And, you know, you push each other and there's just no slowing down. It's a one-hour one flat-out qualifying laps every time. Is I mean, you've been so competitive in this series. And, uh and done so well. We're talking to Tommy Dreezy. Uh, they are at the legendary track at Sebring, uh, the home of the Alligators. Um, is it is it Dyson again this year? Is that you know is that is that the guy you're kind of looking at? And say, okay, that's the guy we got to get this year. Not if I can help it. <laughs> you were so close last year. Uh, it, it's this is now. <clears throat> well, look, it's three years in a row now. I know. Last three years we came in second. To uh, once to Ernie Francis and twice to Dyson now and I, you know, you gotta, you know, the very, the very thing that gets you to win a championship, if you want it so bad, sometimes it's the very thing that just you know ah, and so I gotta just stay cool, take it one race at a time, and but yeah, Dyson is on a roll. He's on moment, you know, that word momentum is pretty strong, man. And it's a hard thing to stop. That we're gonna do everything we can to stop it. We got Boris said here. We got Justin Marks here. Uh, we got <clears throat> we got Menard, Paul Menard. Paul here. Menard's back in the series. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got we got a lot of competition this weekend. So uh, it, it's going to be a great great weekend. It's hot. That's going to be a factor. It's going to be ninety degrees for a race day. So and these cars are already hot as it is. So you know, uh, yeah, I'm ready, man. I'm so ready. I'm pumped up. I just got to like, kind of. Bring it down a step because my energy level is through the roof right now. Yeah, Tommy, you're always, you're always pumped up. But you run a cool suit. That's got to help a little bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, we do run the cool suit, chill. And uh, they're, they, they've come on, on us as a, as a, uh, as a series. Uh, you know, they're one of the they, – they help out the series also. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, you know, I, you know, we were talking about tires and stuff, Pirelli, you know, <clears throat> um, the Trans Am, the whole Trans Am group. And I, I just got to say one more time, you know, to all the folks out there, I'm so proud to be part of the Lucas family. And, you know, there's, you know, all these racing fans out there and all the guys and girls who work on their own car, use their products. I mean, that's what this is all about. Tommy, how do you raise your game every year? 
<clears throat> you know, as long as I've got the, I, I think it's a, I, I think it's a mixture. You know, uh, first of all, these cars bring the best out in you. You, you got to be able to, you, you got to be able to handle these monsters. You know, um, I did start a little bit late racing, so. You know, it's not like I started at five years old and, you know, you're, you know, some of these guys are 40 years old and been driving for 35 years. So, you know, my enthusiasm is still through the roof. I love Trans Am. I love these cars, you know, with the support of family, you know, the, the, the folks like Lucas, with the support of the teams that I've raced for in the past and now racing for, you know, uh, 3GT. You know, it just, I love doing it. I love, I love competition, but I love putting a good show on. I love doing it for my heroes. And that's the mechanics and the car designers that put these things together and let me go and, you know, race these things. You know, my hat's off to them. Yeah. The driver I was thinking was Johnny Hollywood Herrera, runs in the, uh, the Lucas Oil Sprint Car Series, a very, very cool cat. And I've had an opportunity oh, to call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You guys, uh, do, you, do you know? No, that's you know? no, another thing. Yeah, go ahead. Do you guys know each other? I've never met him. Oh. <laughs> but I tell you, I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been, you know, we've got Mad TV. Yeah, we've yeah. Got Mad TV on the car now. And I've been watching some of the sprint races. That's insane. These okay. guys are amazing, like inches from each other, open wheel. It's just on dirt. It's like, wow, that is, you, that is insane. And, and what should... a great, uh, you know, television show. Uh, television i, uh, I, I totally agree to you need to try a sprint car because as crazy as you are but as talented as you are uh you, you would love it or go to the knoxville nationals in uh in iowa it's a, it's a daytona 500 of, of wing sprint car racing uh are you oh, in Lo- yeah. are you in yeah, long I beach are you in long beach grand prix weekend or where are you uh you know what well that's my home race and i, I know. you know i won it back back a few years ago but the series is not going there yet but man i would love the trans am series to get back to Long Beach, what a great track! And uh, I've won there before. You know, um, wow! Just I love street courses too. So I, I think you, you made know. your your debut on Race Central TV uh, when we were promoting Shrek, Shrek, Shrek uh, back in the day. And that I was, did. Yes, that was that was the race you won in the streets. I know Trans Am's not going back there. I'd love for for Claggett and uh, and the team to, to get back. But uh, are you going to be in town? Are you racing? I, I'm just going to see if you're going to be hanging down at five five five. I'll buy you a cocktail. You know what? If I'm not, if now that you brought that up, you know, I, it, it's really tough watching a race. But that race is pretty special. It's a great party and. Love to go have a drink with you. If I'm not racing that weekend, I'll, I'll go to the Long Beach Grand Prix. I will call you up. Uh, Tommy Dreezy, it's Trans Am, multiple-time champion. Guy's driven just about everything in the world except a wing sprint car, but we're going to get him out and uh, get him doing that. But uh, Trans Am, one of my favorite series. Many of my mentors when I got into racing come from the, the Trans Am ilk, and they are at uh, the bumpiest racetrack in the whole wide world and also the home of the, the Florida Gators. They got Gators there. That would be Seabree. <laughs> Tommy, have a great weekend. Go fast. <laughs> Say hi to the gang, and we'll talk to you, you again. You too, everybody. Soon. Thank you so much, everyone. God bless. All right, there he goes. I told you, Tommy's the perfect guy to be on uh, Race Central Unplugged. I can't believe I said St. Pete. Well, I got IndyCar on the brain. So it's, it's time. It's uh, Trans Am kicks off their season this year, or this this they kick off this year, this week, at uh, at Sebring. And the IndyCar next weekend in the race state of Florida, they don't have alligators on the track there at St. Petersburg. It's Race Central, the radio. First segment, hour number two in the books and racecentralmedia.com.
Ivory Tower here in the Mile City, Denver, Colorado. It is the premier home for motorsports, the longest-running motorsports show in America. It is Kurt Hansen's Race Central on the radio. That is me. And uh, uh, Sid's getting ready for her uh, uh, your thing, your hip, not hip-hop, but uh, your, what's it called? An 80s party, and you're going as uh, Molly Ringwald. So are we talking Breakfast Club? Uh, come on, jump on in here. You can turn that Yes, on. I'm thinking uh, Molly Ringwald or like maybe like Julia Roberts or uh, who's the girl, uh, Sarah, or like Sarah Jessica Parker, like early Oh, you 80s. could do it, Sarah, yeah, because you yeah. look like her. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, you could do um, that, that, you say the airport look for, yeah. uh, what's her name, uh, with the big jack with... Dude, you're gonna need a, a big wig. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my hair. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a scrunchie. Or, yeah, I'm as, have as rooftop Richie says, a lot of hair product. So scrunchies, uh, bunched up socks, um, acid wash jeans, oh um, leather jacket. I think you could pull. What I think you need to do though is you got to have the robot from Short Circuit. You yeah. Do the Molly Ringwald uh, with the robot. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just go and find a robot. You could, I mean, you could probably find one at a prop store. Maybe an inflatable one or something. You just drag it behind you. But yeah, because it's going to be an older crowd at this party. So how old? They'll, they'll know. People well, in like, their thirties? No, no, like people who were teenagers in the eighties. Oh me! Yeah, I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go as a. Uh, I, I, I've actually been told I should write a book about my life, and I, I can't decide if I'm going to call it uh, Don't Let This Happen to You, or So You Think You Want to Be uh, a Racing and Media Star, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you could do, yeah, you could pull any of those off. Yeah. What is or it, like tomorrow maybe, night? Yeah, yeah. I'm going for more like cool, cool 80s vibes and less like, uh, dis- less like uh, rock and roll or like... Uh, neon like workout because everyone when you think of an 80s party you think like oh everyone's gonna be there dressed as that guy who's the guy that did all the Richard 80s? Simmons yeah you think that no I'm not going for that I'm you going could for pull more the like... headband the big white socks the tights they you could pull that off yeah but you look like a jazz instructor yeah but that's I'm or... going for more cool vibes cool cool is the other side of the pillows we say. yeah yeah uh you could be the goth chick from breakfast club yeah maybe possibly like that you're but She's she was very pretty, but you yeah you're you're very pretty, but I don't know if that goth look would work on you. Yeah, well we'll see we'll see. The Molly thing, the Molly thing. Uh, who else was in that thing that was cute? I can't remember any other woman except um, the goth chick and Molly Ringwald. Was that see. it? Was it a bunch of dudes just hanging out at home on Saturday morning? No, there was other girls in that thing. I think. Um no, the only two girls that were there were. Uh, Molly Ringwald and the other girl. Who was she? Became a famous. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy, yeah. Ali Sheedy was hot. Yeah, she comes from the weird <laughs> gothy hot. Uh, you, oh you God. should do Ali Sheedy. Yeah, I like that because that's kind of like that. That's that you know, dark, mysterious Sydney Cora. Yeah, I like I like that I like that aesthetic of the eighties. That's cool. You were born too late. I know. Yeah, you're. I yeah. love the eighties. I know you. Yeah, you're. You're that you're that hippie chick. You could have been a, you could have been the hot cow, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Underhill uh, Field, um, you know, soccer chick groupie. Yeah, 
Possibly. Because <laughs> I was a soccer guy. I love that. <laughs> we had pl plenty of inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible human. Uh, welcome back to the program. The uh, yeah, gotta stop that stuff. Um, it's uh, it's kind of weird, but but I'm kind of weird. So good to catch up with Tommy Dreezy. As you can tell, Tommy is a very staid, quiet, and uh, he owns a, an incredibly successful company. And when I say we were promoting Shrek, um, he owns a company like all the big Hollywood billboards you see and the point of sales. I mean, like anything that's movie related comes from his company. And the funny thing, so it goes back to 555 restaurants, right? That's my hangout when I go to Long Beach, and that's the hangout. And I met his business partner at the bar there last year. And it was really funny how we started talking and talking this and that and Trans Am and movies and cars. And I said, yeah, I got a, I got a buddy of mine. He's kind of into all that stuff. And he said, oh, who's that? And I said, Tommy Dreezy. He goes, oh, Tommy Dreezy. And we started talking some more. And he goes, how well do you know Tommy? I said, well, picked up my phone, pulled up. I said, this Tommy Dreezy? He goes, yeah, that's his cell phone number. I said, you know him? He goes, he's my business partner. We've been partners for like 35 years. <laughs> this guy was, This guy was different. Like he was, he was, uh, he was creepazoid on all the hot waitresses at Five Five Five. Yeah, he, he was a different cat. Uh, so let me get my vernacular correct now. They were in Sebring, which is what I meant to say. St. Peter's next weekend for the IndyCar Series. Um, wow. It uh, and to take a step uh, back before I take a step forward. Uh, Tommy mentioned Mav TV. Actually, we were one of the first TV shows on Mav TV a long time ago. We helped build that network. Ray Central TV was uh, an integral part of it. And uh, now the the, um, the Trans Am series has moved from, uh, I believe they were CBS Sports or NBCSN. I can't, well, NBCSN is gone, obviously. But I think it was CBS Sports they were on for a long time. And they have now moved to Mav TV. The, uh, they coined themselves the Motorsports Network. And uh, I made the big announcement last week. We are now on another global digital provider, uh, Universal.tv, and uh, also now with Gannett and USA Today. You've probably heard of them. Little company. One of the biggest media companies in the world. We're the only motorsports show on the new digital platform. I'll have more information about that coming up. The official press releases will follow at racecentralmedia.com and also on our Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Uh, my, oh my God, it's 4.30? What the hell's going on around here? Uh, anyway, again, big thanks to Podium Cardio and Events Center for our 16th annual The Bash After the Clash and all the great supporters of what we do. As I always say, when it comes time to e-commerce, support the people who support us because without them, we can't do what we do. And don't catch... Uh, God, you know what? I'm going to get to this story I was going to try to squeeze it in here, but uh, I do have the story that I wanted to get to that I was talking about. Also, some audio that you won't want to miss as we head into the back half of the program. It is Race Central on the radio and racecentralmedia.com. Kind of pair band. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, you're, you're looking at me like, yeah, yeah. You know, 
said you were born in like 2015 or something. So, yeah. <laughs> I was born in the 90s. Okay. Well, that's that's that sounds like an like 80s hair band. You know who that is at all? Good. It's a good. It's a. It's a good selection. Uh, welcome back to the program. It is uh, 24 minutes after the hour. Check that. 32 minutes after the hour. It, uh, yeah. What can I say? Uh, NHRA kicks off, uh, well, March 9th to 12th. It's interesting because, well, how do I put this? Um, the season has normally started by now. And I think... Uh, it was how ironic that the season kicks off uh, 2023, March 9th through 12th, which is uh, within, you know, close enough for hand grenades. I remember uh, Elon Werner, we had him on the program, and that was, we had him on the Friday that the NHRA canceled their season. And I, I'm not sure that was that same weekend, but it was the Amelie Motor Oil Gator Nationals in Gainesville, the Gators, as they call them. It's interesting that they would that they're starting their season now on what used to be the Gators. That was my God. I, I'm just I'm, I'm through a pause. So I was thinking back. 2020 seems so long ago, and I I believe the Gators would in the past March was like the third round of the season because the season had usually kicked off right about this time in Pomona. And it's something I, I like that the NHRA did. I like the fact they ended the se- they started the season of Pomona and they ended at Pomona. Uh, I just I think the, the 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 history, the nostalgia of it, you know, the place that Wally built, Wally Parks, who created the National Hot Rod Association. I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, but now we uh, the Gators kicks the season off March 9th through twelfth, and it would be about this weekend. The, the last weekend of February is usually when the season would kick off in Pomona. And, of course, like a lot of businesses and things in the world, uh, COVID uh, reshaped a lot of things. Then they go to Wild Horse Pass, the last time ever. Used to be Firebird, now Wild Horse Pass the last few years, and then it's uh, it's all over. And then they go then they go to Pomona, the In-N-Out Burger Pomona Drag Strip. Then the Four Wide Slide at Vegas. Uh, Z-Max, uh, Route 66, which is uh, uh, Route 66 Raceway, Illinois. I'm just going to look at this real quick. Thunder Valley, great place. Mile High Nationals, July 14th, 16th, and to the Pacific Northwest, and that's called the Western Swing. Starts here, then goes to Pacific Raceways, which used to be SIR, Seattle International, then wrap up on my home track at Sonoma. Uh, the swing many times over the past decades has decided the, uh, well, the, the, the champions in their respective categories. Uh, winning the swing is a big, big deal. And then they wrap it up, as I say, at Pomona on November uh, 9th through 12th. Can't wait to do some straight lining. Uh, kiss your sister 500 a week ago. Joy Lagana, who is uh, Sid the Kid's pick, oh, so close. Oh, so close. But uh, let's hear from Joey, courtesy of Fox Sports, after his oh-so-close second in the Kiss Your Sister 500. You had a clear shot up front. You could see where you needed to be. What are the emotions right now? Uh, it's, it's second's the worst, man. <laughs> it's so close. And 
uh, you know, leading the, the white flag lap there is up front. Kyle gave me a good push. And, I, you know, you're watching in the mirror, and they're three wide across there. And I felt like the three wide was going to hurt a lane. It looked like Kyle was getting pushed ahead. And then Ricky started getting pushed ahead. And I knew if I went to the bottom, my car didn't handle good enough. <laughs> and I already got pushed off the bottom once. And I thought, if I go down there, I'm probably going to get wrecked. And I don't know if I can get down there in time to throw the block. And so I didn't want to wreck my car either. And I don't know. And then you don't expect them to wreck. Like, you know, you, you're, you're thinking you're racing to the checkered flag and you, know, you put yourself in the best position to try to win at the start finish line. And just uh, caution came out. <laughs> yeah, you wish you could race to the end. Obviously, you can't, right? I mean, they wreck that much. But uh, congratulations to Ricky. Obviously, I mean, there's nothing like winning the Daytona 500. That's why it stings so much finishing second. But um, so proud of the team. Still proud of uh, the effort uh, coming off the championship last year and bringing this Shell Pennzoil Mustang uh, back towards the front and uh, getting a Ford close to the front. Wish it was in victory lane, though. Thanks. Fords were fast all day. I think that was the, the uh, if we're going to go to the trending ilk, Fords were fast all day. They definitely were. Um, and it's, it's, <laughs> how ironic. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. Uh, also an interesting uh, factoid, uh, as a lot of people probably don't know, the owner of JTG Daughtry Racing is uh, uh, Brad Daughtry and former North Carolina and Cleveland uh, Cavalier, Cavaliers, easy for me to say, uh, is a team owner and got very emotional after Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s win. And why not? And he, he's the first black NASCAR owner to win the Daytona 500. That's a fact. Good for him. That should open up a lot of doors, should bring uh, untold uh, new sponsors to the program. It's good for the sport. As they say, without the crashes, I'm not sure that it's uh, Ricky Stenhouse's 500 to lose, but it's good to see a fresh face, uh, if not a new face, certainly a fresh face in victory circle. Uh, Christopher Bell, who's going to have a tremendous future in whatever he does, certainly in NASCAR, super talented guy, a youngster, certainly one of the, if the worm is turning with the Harvick's going to retirement and the booth, the tender underbelly side, the new side of the worm is guys like Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, at all. Chris was excited. Let's hear from him. Finishes. Well, he's just super happy to finish the Daytona 500. He's a kid. For Bell, you told me going into the day, you don't like super speedway racing. You never even made it to the end of one of these Daytona 500s. You made it to the end, but I know you didn't quite get what you wanted. Yeah, I, uh, you know, if you would have told me pre-race I was going to run third, I would have jumped, jumped up and down and been smiling ear to ear, which... You know, I, I am very happy and very, very thankful that uh, I could get this Ream and DeWalt Camry uh, a good solid finish, but man, just so close to a crown jewel and feel like if it would have stayed green, I, I, I would have been on offense and obviously, who knows, who knows, but very proud and thankful to be here at Joe Gibbs Racing and uh, happy for Ricky. That, that's really cool. Um, very, very happy for Ricky. Christopher Bell coming up just short. He's a he's a super talented guy. Uh, he's going to have a long and, and very uh, uh, robust future and stayed in NASCAR. There's no doubt about that. The guy's one hell of a dirt track racer too. I'd love to see him do some sprint car stuff. I'm not sure that Joe Gibbs would allow that in his contract, but uh, yeah, 
Uh, Ricky's a very, very popular guy. And uh, I say, maybe not a a young, fresh face like a Christopher Bell or sort of like a Kyle Larson or a Ross Chastain, but certainly a fresh face in Victory Circle at Daytona. And congratulations to Brad Dutcher. That's it's good stuff. You can uh, hear the emotion in the guy's voices. They say Ricky's a very popular guy. It's, uh, wow, last call. More great audio from the Daytona 500. And if you'd like to sneak in a phone call, 303-844-3776. Give me your thoughts on the 65th running of the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. Uh, If you'd like to give us a ring again, 303-844-3776. Last call coming up at RaceCentralMedia.com. The the crowd in there was was uh, was pumped up. The cooks uh, and and the the waitresses were 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 excited. Uh, I can I can I can get behind the grill and and make some good breakfast, but uh, I don't know if I can make pecan waffles quite like them, but. Uh, I, uh, I can get all my ingredients at, at our good, uh, partners with Kroger. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's been a, an amazing, uh, few days and looking forward to, uh, to, to the rest of the week. It's Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he and Kyle Larson are really good friends because they both, uh, run the outlaw show. So that, that makes uh, sense. Uh, but you know, it's, there's a, a lot of history there behind Ricky Stenhouse and the two Xfinity championships. If you remember way back in the day, he was uh, teammates with, uh, oh, you ready to go? Uh, okay. I'll dump my story. That's okay. Let's, um, let's do this. Let's hear from Mr. Kyle Bush right here, right now. We're on the restart with, when you and Austin were starting side by side, what were you hoping to happen and what happened? I uh, was hoping to have a teammate restart where I could get down to the bottom, and then when I got down to the bottom, we could get locked up in the 24 and the 8 and the 3 would all work together and push and go. And it looked like it was kind of working, but we got too much separation off of two, and I tried to back up to get to them. And when they hit me, it got me really squirrely, and then they Austin checked up, and then it just Boy, Mr. Snarky, huh? I, 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 where I, I come down your rear for that woman crash, and uh, uh, who won? Um, yeah, um, yeah. Our our friend Bob Pockris uh, with the uh, staticky mic there. <laughs> yeah, you th- I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to tease him about that uh, when I see him down in uh, in Phoenix. So, a lot of people don't know is uh, uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, came up with Trevor Bain, and they were part of the Joe Gibbs. Uh, driver search 
and both these guys were going to be the next big deal. And what hurt Ricky, candidly, is the the guy just kept wrecking cars, and he fell out of favor with Joe Gibbs. And I don't remember, I don't think it was Gibbs that he won those Xfinity championships uh, with. those Back then it was called the Bush Series. I love the when they do that, you know, the 800th Xfinity Series race. Well, I don't know, it's Bush. But Ricky, Ricky and Trevor were to be the next big deal. Ricky kept blowing stuff up and wrecking stuff. And so Trevor kind of became the new favorite son. And then Trevor went on to um, uh, the 21 car that nobody really gave much of a chance at Daytona that year, the Woods Brothers machine, that iconic gold trim with the, the white and the red. And Trevor Bain wins the Daytona 500. And Ricky became kind of Mr. Afterthought because he just he just kept tearing stuff up. And then, yeah, he got a couple wins in 17. And then it's a long drought. Great for them. Exciting to see him in victory circle. He's been around a while. As I say, not a new face, but uh, a fresh face in victory circle at Daytona. If they can get the funding, because Ricky's very fast. Don't get me wrong. And they're really good on the plate tracks. They're also um, really good on some of the shorter stuff. You know, the Bristols and the Martinsville where, you know, you don't have to have zillion dollars in development behind you to make the cars competitive. What can I say? Uh, it is it is time <laughs> Sid the Kid great job uh, thanks everybody here for letting me do what I do all of you tuning in all the great folks that came out to Podium Cardian Event Center last weekend for the Daytona 500 our 16th only 300 and what 60 days roughly till uh, the 17th edition of the uh, bash after the clash. We usually see where the clash is next year. And, uh, you know, IndyCar fires up here real quick. Uh, Trans Am this weekend at uh, Sebring. You can watch the streaming broadcast. You can go to gotransam.com for more information right there. Uh, NASCAR this weekend, the last time ever, at the two-mile roundy round at uh, Fontucky. When they're back in 2025, it'll be a half-mile short track race. Uh, we'll be watching what happens with Irwindale Speedway because I think if, in fact, they close Irwindale, this would be a great opportunity for Fontana because just down the road, literally, to uh, pick up a bunch of great short track racing. We'll have to keep an eye on that. IndyCar season kicks it off there in St. Petersburg next weekend. Time to get it on. It is Race Central on the radio. Thanks for listening. I'll be out of town next week, but we'll see you in two.